how to get rich. Oh God, that's right. That's right. Oh god, I feel like that's the blooper reel right there. I like it. <laughs> How to get rich. Yes, what we all want. I'm Josh, that's Keith, and we're here to show you how to get rich, or at least give you the basic topics of what kind of mindset you're actually going to need to get rich. And it's not the stuff you see on Instagram. It's not the stuff you see on TV. Yeah, I, I think there's a misconception with the term rich, and a lot of people assume rich is either someone that can afford to buy really expensive things or someone that just has a lot of money. Which, in a sense, you could be rich if you have both of those things. But if you're imagining this luxurious life as being rich and you don't realize the base level of what it takes to be rich, then there's a chance you may be rich right now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, technically, if you're watching this and then you are in the United States, you are richer than 95% of the world. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we get a little spoiled and we don't realize that, you know, gas prices go up and we're all freaking out. Yeah, but... putting uh, them in trash bags, which, you know, they just eat, gas eats trash bags. So, But I don't understand that level of intelligence. But, so, um, how should you plan on stuff? The very basic way to actually start accumulating wealth and being rich is uh, flexing that savings muscle, starting to build that savings muscle. You have to make that a priority. So, no matter what your income is, you have to make saving a priority. I mean, if your income is very small, obviously, you're probably gonna be saving only a little bit. But as you build your income, you know, and find different ways to build your income by like watching videos like ours and others that show you how to branch out with side hustles and earn income other places than your primary work. You start saving more because you've already developed that muscle. You get that thing of people who are just like, oh, I'll give to charity and I'll donate once I have money. A lot of the point is you probably won't because if you don't start donating to charity now, just like if you don't start saving now, when you have more money, you're still not going to because you're just gonna spend as much as you have. You have to start developing that muscle. But now, so, 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 so if I'm someone that just saves a lot of money, what does that mean necessarily? So you, you take your income and you set aside whatever percentage it is, whatever amount it is. I like percentages because as your income goes up, your percentage goes up that you're saving. So set that aside. So let's say 5%. No matter what my income is, I'm gonna put 5% into a savings account or I'm gonna put it into investing in a retirement account, whichever way you want to do that. And you just start slowly developing that. And then you have to learn to live on what's left. That part there, that what's left, is what you do. What most people have backwards is they make money, they spend on all their necessary expenses, and some of them probably aren't necessary, and then they try to save what's left. And nine times out of 10, there's nothing left. You're rich if you're able to take this formula of whatever your income is, you take your percentage, you put it into your savings, the amount that you have left over that goes towards your expenses, if you have any amount that's left over, so let's say you paid you know, your rent, your food, whatever it is, you're rich. You have money now that is left over. And how you're able to manage that money, because trust me, I, I, I've learned you know, in, in, in some of the mistakes I've done, that you could save money for months 
and all it takes is maybe just one like stupid purchase or or one you know one mishap that costs you all this money that you've saved and all of a sudden now you're in the negative but then that's where your savings comes into play that's why it's there it's there to assist you so that if something comes up or whatever it is or if you're trying to save for something obviously you want to do that too but it's taking that simple formula it's you're making money you're, you're prioritizing that saving, then whatever you need pretty much your basic needs to survive are, out of that amount, if you have money left over, then you're rich. If you're in the negative or if you're in a position where that money is just continuing to go down, you know, it might be a good thing to look at your savings, see maybe if you're putting in too much, or look at your expenses to see, am I really, am I spending money that I shouldn't be? Are there things I could do without? And, you know, as you build that savings, then you'll start looking at different ways to grow it, different ways to get a better return on that money. And that's how you slowly, over time, get rich. What a lot of people don't like to do is that slowly, over time part. They want instant rich. Yeah, or, or, or they, they see money and that's them. That's their way of saying, okay, I have money, let's spend money. Because I, I used to get in that habit. I, you know, like when I was younger, I used to get it. When I get my paychecks, I'm like, great, I got my paycheck. I'm going to go buy whatever I want. Cause I got money. And the hardest part about that is you have that, so going back to earlier where it's like, it's not what you see on Instagram, it's not all that stuff. So you can have whatever income you want and with the ease of access of credit and credit cards and everything, you can buy okay, almost anything. You can go to a Louis Vuitton store and make 20K a year and still buy a $1,000, $1,200 piece of luggage. And just to look rich, mm -hmm. cause you deserve it. Cause you want that lifestyle and now you're going into debt and you really can't afford it. But you look rich and people will think you're rich, but actually you have no money whatsoever. You are in the negative, you are broke. Or you could be smart and you know, you can buy nice quality goods that are cheap, reasonable, expensive or inexpensive, or you could find deals on a, a nice piece of stuff going to Goodwill. Rich people, real rich people, or people who spent stuff and now have to liquidate things, they donate stuff there, and you can find great deals yeah. on nice quality items for cheap and being frugal like that. And that's also being rich. Mm -hmm. Just being comfortable in that and knowing that, you know, the flashiness isn't actual real wealth. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much the, like those people like have circumstances, and maybe you're not in that same circumstance where you can afford to buy whatever, but even then, don't look at that and just assume that those people can afford those things. Just because they're buying it, just because they're going out there wearing it, does not mean they have a life or a lifestyle that is conducive to, say, this formula. Because trust me, a lot, a lot of people can get very rich and they'll have their income. Maybe, maybe not if they even have a savings account, but then that expense side, you know, we look at basic levels of like living, like, you know, like rent and trying to manage yourself with like food and how you can save money there. And those people, sometimes they just, they see the income and they say, okay, I'm making this much. And then that's when they get in trouble because they start spending a lot more. And in their head, they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to make money. So I'll be able to pay this off in a few months. But then at that level, even though they're out there spending and they're making this income, they're in a lot of debt. <laughs> And that does not necessarily translate to being rich. You know, like, like in my mind, I really do see like rich as having, having this set, but also being in a position where you're really not in any sort of debt. You know, de debt happens and for certain situations like student loans and all that, completely understandable that it, that it happens or other things. But 
once you're once you're able to manage yourself and you can literally look at a bank statement look at your life and say like i i have you know i have no debt i paid all my bills and i have a thousand dollars in my account right now would that be necessarily a poor person or would you say that person is you know good at managing their money and in a sense at, at a base level they're rich well they're rich in the fact that you know they're better off than probably 95% of everyone else because they actually, you know, have money in the bank. Mm -hmm. um, I think my definition of rich might go a little bit away from that because it's more about time. Um, the problem with buying all those really things when you can't afford them, when you're not there to be able to pay cash for them or find deals for them and actually going into debt for any of those things is that now you actually have to work. You have to work either in your business or for somebody else rather than choosing to work because now you have to pay these obligations. Yeah. Debt is basically a promise to pay back money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now how are you going to pay that back? Well, you have to earn some money to make up for it. So you're, you're trading your future time to pay for something that's already done. And a lot of people, when they buy things with debt, it's stuff that doesn't go up in value. Yeah. Now a house, give and take where it is, nine times out of ten is gonna go up in value that's probably the only thing that you can buy or a business or something like that that you know debt might make sense everything else goes down in value pretty much and if you use debt for that then you're just now probably trading months years of your life to pay for something that's just going down I would rather if I'm gonna do get into debt you know spend that time on something that goes up mm -hmm. so for me being rich would be having things and then having the choice of whether I need to work or not that day because mm -hmm. I know everything's covered and my time is mine because for me that's real rich that's real wealth because I've always had the mindset that I can make money mm -hmm. money is easy to come by time for some reason I can't make more of that I'm still trying to figure out how to become immortal because if I had that then it wouldn't matter but uh, time is the one thing that you'll never get back once it's gone and that's kind of the one thing also you don't know how much you have of. So that for me is being rich, being wealthy, is having actually control of your time. Mm -hmm. Yep, and, and having control of your time comes a lot with having control of what it is you're making to sustain the life that you have, the life that you want to live. Yeah. And it is, it is a lot of work, you know, it's not just going to come naturally, but it does come at a basic level if you understand these basic points in that ma managing yourself is number one, is the most important, and thinking about things before you really put a lot of time, put a lot of money into them. Because things like that, like I said, like a house, like, it, like it'll appreciate in value, you know, things like student debt, you know, if you're getting into it, obviously you're coming out of it making money and you have a plan to pay it off. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get into that in another video, uh, a little more about that, but, and then, and then it's the mindset too. You know, for, for, for Josh, and I think for me as well, it really is having that income to time balance for myself. But in that income, I also mean my expenses, my savings, where I see myself and what I wanna do with my life. So if you're in that mindset already, where you're being frugal, where you're, where you're able to kind of lay back and say, okay, I can manage my money, I know how to spend it, I know where to spend it. You're that guy that, you know, you'll buy a $20 watch on Amazon because it does the job as opposed to buying a $200, you know, flashy watch. 
you know, in some cases you have like an Apple Watch because it's for business. I was just like, hey, we have you trying to call out it's, here. Well, yeah. it's for business. <laughs> if, you're, if you're using it because it's like a cool toy, there's no harm in treating yourself like yeah. that. But I think that treating yourself portion should really come from the saving side of things as opposed to the expenses, unless your expenses are enough from your income that you could say, okay, I can afford this. A good takeaway from this video, I would say for you guys all out there is to practice, you know, make it a habit to go and look at some of the things that you want to purchase and how much it is. Yeah. And then how much you make per hour, per week or, what, or whatever, however you calculate your income and how long do, would it actually, how many hours of your life are you trading to get that thing? Yeah, and do you consider it worth it? That's good, yeah. Because then at, at that point, it's a good exercise because then you could see if it's worth it. But you can also set a goal. You could say, okay, you know, based on what I'm making, I, if I work, you know, one extra hour a week based on the, you know, based on the formula, whatever it is, putting a little more extra effort in, I can afford this brand new TV. I can afford, you know, wh whatever it is you're looking to afford. Yeah, if you want to buy a thousand dollar TV and you make ten bucks an hour, well, how many hours of that are you doing just to buy a TV that you're probably going to sit in front of just to waste more hours? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like the, the, the easiest mindset that I, like easiest mindset trick that I can give to you that I use is, you know, if one of those, like if it's broke, don't fix it type of deals. Like if, if you want the really, really nice TV and you can't afford it, like, well, do you just need a TV to just watch shows? Can a regular TV work? Do you have to go all out and buy the super fancy thing or can you buy something at a base level and it'll still do the same job? Pretty easy if you think about it that way, I think. <laughs> yeah. So those are, I think, some good takeaways from this one. This one's pretty much short and sweet. Like I say, start looking at it, you know, what's your time? That's really what's your biggest wealth asset is your time. Mm -hmm. And look at how much of your time you're spending on your stuff and whether that's actually worth it. Start looking at it that way. So until next time, likes, subscribe, follow, leave comments, complaints, concerns, email us, basicmoneypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions for me or Keith. Until next time, that's that guy. And that's him. All right. We'll see ya. <laughs>